Welcome to Horror TV. This is your host, Killenberg. For this episode, I'm reviewing episode 8 of Bates Motel. The episode is titled A Boy and His Dog. The episode starts with the recap of what's happened. Then we see surgical instruments on a table and we hear Emma's dad talking. He explains the purpose of taxidermy. For those that don't know, this is kind of important to the plot. He explains to Norman that they have to take everything out. He gets a book and shows Norman how it works. Norman reads it and we see photos. He tells Norman he's sorry about what has happened. Norman says it would be dishonorable to put her in the ground. Norman says he thinks what he does is amazing. Will offers to show Norman how it works. We see Emma going to the, into the bathroom coughing. She goes into a stall and gets an inhaler out. She overhears other girls talk about Norman being weird. One girl says Bradley felt sorry for him. And she says Bradley, she thinks Bradley only thinks of him as a pet. Emma comes out and tells them about Bradley having sex with Norman. Emma says maybe she has sex with all her pets, but tells them they get their facts straight. She also tells one of them she has toilet paper on her shoe. We see a newspaper and it says the bypass construction starts in July. The bypass is also important to the plot. Norma calls Alex Romero. While on hold, she sees Jake standing outside. Alex isn't there. Jake notices and walks away. We see the opening. We see Dylan and he gets a phone call. It's Gil. He tells him he needs to pick up some trimmers. And Dylan asks what trimmers are. Dylan tells Remo. Remo is surprised Dylan doesn't know what trimmers are. Ronnie and Don show. They're like their replacements. Remo tells Dylan he'll get the van and Dylan will pack up. Remo explains it's an overnight trip. We see Norman in school. Bradley asks him why he told everyone. He says he didn't tell anyone. She says he told Emma to Cody because she told everyone in the girls' bathroom. He says he doesn't know why she would do that. She tells him to forget about it and says she has a boyfriend. She says she doesn't want people to know and tells him to forget about it. Miss Watson sees what happened. But she sees it like, you know, through a window. He walks out of school. Watson stops him. She asks him what's going on. He tells her he has to leave. She tells him he can't just walk away from school and leave. He tells him he'll get suspended. He yells, I don't care. Despite her attempt to stop him, he leaves anyway. We see Norma with the cleaning cart. 
She knocks on room number nine and says housekeeping. She asks when he's leaving. He says she can clean now. She says she'll come back later. He stops and says he would like it made up now. He mentions Shelby getting shot there. He then brings up the sex trade. The lamp falls and she says she'll get a light bulb from another room. He stands over her and says it's no worries. He asks if she knew Shelby. She says not really. She says she has to pick Norman up. He says he saw him leave. She says she'll finish up later. He grabs the under end of the cart and grabs some towels. He says they're good now. He says if he needs anything, he'll come to the office. We see Norma at the police station. She's told he's here and then we see her in his office. Alex asks what he can help her with. She talks about the bypass. She wants to fight it on the inside. She mentions a seat opening on the city planning committee. They wanted him to put her forward for it. He asks why he would do that. She says because of what they've been through. He says they don't owe each other anything and says they're not friends. She brings up stuff about Shelby. He asks if she's saying she has something on him. He says if she did, that's not good for her. He says he might have to burn her to the ground. He tells her not to intimidate him. After she leaves, Norman's principal, Tom Hudgens, calls her. He wants her to come in to discuss Norman's behavior. We see Dylan standing in front of the motel sign. Rima asks if he went on the internet to find out what a trimmer is. He explains what it is. Dylan gets in the van. Yeah, remember, in this continuity, they have, you know, cell phones and the internet. I know it's a little weird. It's based on a movie from the 60s, which is also, which in itself is based on a book from, the, from 1959. We see Emma on a laptop. Norman walks in. She says she didn't see him in school. He says he wasn't feeling good. He asks why she told all the girls. She says it just came up. He tells her not to tell anyone something he tells her in confidence again. She says okay. Hudgens says leaving school without permission is a serious offense and says he'll be suspended for three days. Norma tries to say he was sick. Watson says he didn't seem sick, he seemed upset. Hudgens brings up his emotional instability. Watson suggests he speaks to the school's psychologist. She says she would rather he see a private psychologist. Watson asks to see the name of the therapist. Norma just says she'll keep in touch. We see Dylan and Remo drinking. Remo calls Dylan his boss. Dylan asks what his problem is and says he's been on his ass since they met. He says he has 23 years of experience. Dylan asks him if he's ever wondered why that might be and calls him a loser. 
Are you going to challenge him to a fight? Dylan tells him that's the funniest joke he's ever had. Remo punches Dylan and we get a fight scene. After the fight, we see them walking together. Remo says he was a lot like Dylan. He explains he doesn't have leadership potential. He says he hasn't worked for Gil for 23 years. He's worked for Big Boss. Dylan asks who's that. Rima says he'll know him when he needs to know. Don't ask why he doesn't quit. Rima says you can't quit this job, but you can get fired. It says you don't want that to happen to you. We see Norma dusting off photos. Norman walks in. He tells Norma he's sorry about what happened at school. She asks what happened. He says he doesn't want to talk about it. He says it'll never happen again. She tells him about the therapist thing. She tells him he has to fit in. He says he thinks he fits in. He asks for a ride to Emma's shop. She asks why. He tells her about her dad teaching him taxidermy. We see Will working on Juno. Norman introduces Norma to him. She asks if they can talk in private. Norman leaves the room. She says she's not sure if this is a good thing for Norman to be doing. She says he's already unusual and says she doesn't want him to be labeled a freak. Will says he doesn't think doing taxidermy makes you a freak. She says she doesn't think a lot of people do it. He says not a lot of people do poetry, but we still need poets. He says Norman's good at it, and he's good company. He says they're not hurting anyone. The animals are already dead. We see the van go up to a group of people. One says, let's go. He tells Dylan he's an hour late. Rima tells Dylan that that guy's a pain in the ass and says they should leave him behind. Dylan says Gil said we should bring them all. We see Will and Norman work on Juno. Norman asks if he's been doing this his whole life. Will says yes, but he stopped for 10 years when he was married. He explained Emma's mom didn't like it very much. Norman says sorry. Will says it's okay and says he left that life behind in England. We see Norman driving. We see Jake in the driveway. We see Jake drive away. He starts following him. At the pier, we see him go inside a building. After he leaves, she starts running. He stops her while in the car and asks what she's doing there. He knows she's following him. He says he thinks she knows what he's looking for. He doesn't know what he's talking about. She tries to walk away, but he follows her. He gives hints, but she still doesn't know what he's talking about. He says they'll talk about when they get to his room. We see Norma and Norman in therapy. The therapist asks about Norman's father. 
Norman says he died in an accident. He asks about moving. Norman says they're both sad. We go to the van. One of them was singing. Remo tells him to shut up. Tells him to put the guitar away. The guy says he's going to tell Gil he's not coming next year. The guy wants to stop to eat. Dylan tells him to pull over. Tells the guy to get out. The guy says get out for what? To watch you piss? Dylan pulls out a gun and tells him to get out. After he gets out, they drive away. Back at therapy, Norma hands the therapist money. He says same time next week. She says they have a lot going on with the motel opening. He asked to talk to her in private. He said it would be helpful if he talked to Norma on her own. Oh, he also said it would be good to talk to Norman by himself next time, too. He's asked if she ever went to therapy. She says no. And he offers her sessions. He asks why. He explains she has a strong influence on Norman. He explains people who want to control everything often feel like they have no control on the inside. She claims she's never felt that way. She tells him he knows nothing about her and says she works hard to take care of Norman. She says she's in full control of her life. She walks out and Norman asks if he said something wrong. She says, no, you're perfect. Back at the house, we see them drive up. She tells Norman to go to the house. She rocks on room number nine. He answers and tells her to come in. She gives him his money back by throwing it and tells him to get out. She tells him she's no longer doing business with him. He tells her to dial it down. He says he knows about her and Shelby. She tells him if he's not out of the room in five minutes, she's calling the police. He says if you want to play, we'll play. She yells five minutes. We see Norma through a window. She sees Jake pack up. We see Norman with Juno. Emma walks in. She asks if they can talk. She explains she told the girl, those girls what happened because they were talking bad about him. She says she thinks he's special and better than them. She says she likes him. She says she's okay with him not being her boyfriend because he's used to things not turning out the way she expects and making the best of it. She says she feels safe with him. She says she doesn't want to lose him as a friend and says she doesn't have many friends. He tells her it's okay. He says he's sorry that he was mad. Emma hugs him. Will walks in. He says he's sorry and would have knocked if there was a door. Emma says it's fine. We see Norma cleaning. She sees the van drive up. Dylan asks how many rooms they got available. She says all of them, all 12 of them. He asks about Jake. She tells him that he was right about him. She thanks him for bringing the guests. She offers to get him a bite to eat in the village since Norman's staying at Endless. 
He says, yeah. She leaves to change her clothes. We see her go upstairs. She goes in her room to see Shelby's body in her bed. She screams and starts yelling for Norman. And that's the end. So yeah, I actually thought this was a pretty good episode. But like I said, I like this show, you know. And I really recommend this show if you haven't seen it yet. For anyone wondering where you can watch this show at, well, you can watch, you can get it on DVD. Well, you can get the first four seasons on DVD. And Blu-ray, of course. And I know you can get them on Amazon Instant Video as well. And I think all four seasons are available on Netflix, but I'm not sure. So I know Netflix gets them later for some reason. But anyway, join me again next time as I review episode 9 of 8 Spotel.